0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And in cybercrime news, this is actually an interesting one. A tiny Pacific island is actually the cybercrime capital of the world. Now this is coming from Jacob Judah of MIT Technology Review. And i had seen this domain before, but I did not know the backstory to this. This is fascinating. It's a little bit of internet history here, and I thought you guys would enjoy this. So with that... We are talking about the small island nation of Tokalu. Now, they are basically three isolated atolls that are strung out across the Pacific, and they are actually so remote that they were the last place on the entire Earth to be connected basically to the telephone, and that was in 1997, let alone other things. They didn't get shortwave radio until the 1970s, when that was a decades-old technology at the time being used in World Wars and everything else. Now... In from 1997 to 2000, just three years later, the islands received a fax with an unlikely business proposal that would change everything. Remember, they just got faxing, you know, a few years back from that 1997. Now it was from. An early internet entrepreneur from Amsterdam named Joost Zubriyer or Zubir. Now he wanted to basically manage uh to uh, Tukalo, Tokelau Tukalo? country code and specifically their top-level domain that's known as the CCTLD. That is essentially the 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 ending of any domain.com dot us whatever so until that moment to formally at the uh, basically they were formally a british uh uh colony and then a territory of new zealand didn't even know that it had been just assigned basically a domain quote we discovered the .tk uh you know essentially was, was theirs. And they didn't even know that that had been assigned by them. And that is according to Agustino Vitali, who was the general manager of TeleTalk, which was Takalu's sole telecom operator. Now, Zubir said that essentially he would pay Takalu a, a certain amount of money and that Takalu would allow basically the domain for his use. Now, it was a bit of a surprise, but it was an interesting deal with Zubir uh, because it felt like a win-win for the tiny island nation. They lacked the resources to run their own domain. Now, in a model that was pioneered by Zubir and his company now known as FreeNom, users could register for a free domain for 1 year. Now, If you got it for free, you basically uh, would be hosting advertisements on your website. If they wanted to get rid of the ads or keep the website active uh, in the long term, they could also pay a fee. Now, in the succeeding years, this tiny island nation became an unlikely internet giant, but not in the way that it had hoped. Now, until recently, the .tk domain had more users than any other country's domain system, at 25 million plus registered domains. But there has been and still is only one website actually from that nation of Takalu, and that is registered basically on a single domain, and that is the website for Teletalk. Pretty much all of the others have used the .tk domain, and and we're talking about uh, those that are spammers, fishers, and cyber criminals. Everyone basically has come across the .tk domain even if you didn't realize it. And that's because TK addresses were offered for free, unlike most of the others. So quick basically quickly became an unwitting host to essentially the Dark Underworld by providing a never-ending supply of domain names that could be weaponized against... Well, pretty much everybody on the internet. Now, scammers began using .tk websites to do everything from harvesting passwords and payment information to displaying pop-up ads or delivering malware. Many experts said that this was essentially inevitable. And I completely agree with this analysis. And I quote, the model of giving out free domains just doesn't work. According to John Levine, a leading expert on cybercrime, criminals will take the free ones, throw it away, and take more free ones. I think that's true. We've seen that with Gmail, Yahoo, other free email accounts out there as well. It's a huge problem that the Googles of the world have to combat, and this tiny island nation really doesn't have the resources to do that. Now, Takalu, which for years was at best only vaguely aware what was going on with its actual country-coded domain, has basically ended up tarnished internationally. In tech-savvy circles, many paint Takaluans with the same brush as their domain users— or suggesting that basically they were handsomely uh, rewarded for all of this. In other words, they were in on it and essentially making money on cybercrime, which is how they are sustaining themselves, which from all accounts simply isn't true. Now, it's hard to quantify long-term damage and reputation to the, the tiny island nation, but the reputations do have outsized effects because even a few thousand dollars worth of investment goes very far. We are talking about an island of 1400 And so obviously that's a huge thing now essentially uh, Takalu is desperately trying to shake its reputation as a global capital of spam and basically find and, and, and finally clean up its .tk domains its international standing and interestingly enough even its sovereignty may depend on that as well and with an island of about 1400 or three atolls I should say of 1400 people uh, you know that just got literally phone service in, in 1997 yeah this is a huge issue they don't have a lot of infrastructure they don't have a lot of wealth they don't have a large enough uh, population for for a healthy tax base either. So this is uh, an obviously very serious issue. And they've got relationships with New Zealand, Australia, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a huge thing. So I found that to be completely honest, uh, completely interesting, and, and, and just an honestly good look at uh, at basically how cybercrime got a launch uh, essentially from offering free websites. And at that point, yeah, if it's free, it's going to be used and it's going to be abused. And so I think this is actually a really interesting study in exactly how early internet circles and domain registration really worked. And hopefully we're getting past that. But even now, as these cyber criminals are making an absolute ton of money, there's no reason why they can't buy domains, because it's a pretty inexpensive endeavor. Back then, it wasn't as much. So we're going to see what happens with this. Um, I thought this was actually interesting. There is a lot more, interestingly enough, to this story. But those are the nuts and bolts I wanted to get through. Uh, you know, And I think the author did a great job of laying all of this out for MIT Technology Review. So there you go. That is your news of the day. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it. And here we are. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at NickAESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.